Hello, everybody. My name is Eric. My name is Nick. And we're going to talk about some football today. Uh, got a lot of catching up to do. We missed the last five games for various reasons. I was in Europe for the first two. Um, came back the Saturday right before the Steelers game. Then Thursday night we watched. We're busy that week. And you were in Chicago this past weekend. I was. Green Bay game. You missed a good one. I was texting you updates the entire time. I saw I saw one of the drives, one of the touchdown drives, so that was cool. I, I was sitting at a um at a music festival. I was at a, a bar and they had the Bengals game on for some reason. Weird. <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess it was um green for them Green Bay fans up there in Chicago. But um overall gotta give them credit. That was a pretty good game. They gave the reigning or the reigning team to play in the NFC Championship a good run for its money. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, the one drive I saw was very successful. I think it was one of the touchdown drives. Um, but it, I don't know. I see a lot of people complaining so far about the the play call and complaining yeah, we're about. We're gonna get into that. I think it's very defense. easy to complain after they lose. That's why we're so good at so good at complaining when they lose. Um, we did a lot of it the last couple of years, but uh, this one's a good game, and this this isn't a bad loss. They played very well, and even Devontae Adams after the game said, "These aren't the old Bengals. These are these these are a good, this is a good team." Didn't Quote he rip them. us apart though? He had like 200 yards, but that was basically most of their production. So if you kind of watch like the game footage, like they threw at him a lot, and he had a lot of big plays and a lot of receptions, but he also got you know, locked up a couple times. He was intercepted on one play. Um, who got the pick? Awuzier, who nice. I think was hurt. And I think, I believe Taylor said he's ready to go. I think same with Bates. I think he got hurt too. Trey Waynes is on IR again. So, so glad to see that. Eli Apple is still going to be around. Unfortunate. Um, yeah, but he did tear us apart, but it basically seemed like they had three plays that they ran uh, in the passing offense. It was either throw it to Devontae deep over the middle, um, quick slant to Adams, or throw it to a running back in the flat. Um, and that was basically how they got most of their yards. The rest of the team seemed to play pretty well overall. Um, their run game wasn't, like, that strong. Uh, they stuffed them a couple times. Uh, but they really did a lot of damage, like I said, on the three plays that they earned the most of their yards. And we missed all of our field goals. Did we miss all of them? We did. How many was there? Three? Two. Two. Oh, okay. Over two. Well, it, one one of them was fifty-seven yards. I heard the uh, the wind was crazy. Yeah, if you like rewatch the footage, um, you would see the kick go up, and then all of a sudden, whoo! At the very last, like the last like ten frames or so. Uh, the ball squirts out, especially on the um, the second one that uh, McPherson missed, and the first one in overtime, but the second one in the game. Um, yeah, a 57 yarder. If he makes it, he's a god, you know. And then everybody's gonna, you know, blow their loads all over about it. <laughs> I um, heard Mason Crosby missed a few too. Mason Crosby missed made. three field goals and an extra point, so he was having a much rougher day. And I think uh, I, I saw think that some, goes to show the wind is pretty rough because that dude's a he's pretty really automatic. solid kicker. Uh, they were even saying that like during the game, they're like, "Yeah, he missed." Uh, oh, I think he made one, 
but I think that they said that he missed. Um, no, look that up. I think he. I don't think he missed all of his field goals. Who? Crosby. No, he was four for seven. Four for seven. Yes, so he still made four field goals. He just missed three. <laughs> seven three kicks in a game is quite a bit. Seven kicks in the so game. Our defense is was doing bit. pretty good at stopping him from getting in the end zone. Yeah, they were. Uh, I thought the line played really well. They got a lot of pressure on Rodgers. Uh, um, I think Hendrickson had a couple sacks. Yeah, he's playing really well. I was yeah. wrong about him. We were. We have a lot to apologize about. <laughs> we were wrong about a lot of things. Uh, well, I will say finish. Trey Hendrickson has been the best pass rusher on the team so far, I think. Yeah, Hubbard's also played a lot better, and then I think B.J. Hill had a couple sacks in the first game. I think both of them have still been rough on run defense. Yeah, setting the edge has been horrible. Yeah, there was a couple. They made a couple of nice outside runs during the game, but I think overall they're getting what they paid for. So they extended Hubbard and obviously signed Hendrickson, but those those two played really well. Uh, I thought Bates played pretty well. Bell missed a couple tackles, but overall played pretty well. Um, yeah, I don't think the linebackers had a great game, but overall. It was a good defensive performance. I mean, they lost on a 40-something-yard field goal at the end of overtime. This isn't a bad loss by any stretch. So what do you think about Zach Taylor with everybody complaining about him? Okay, so I've been very critical of Taylor since basically like week three of 2019. Uh, But I actually think... He's been a lot better calling plays this year. I think I think a lot of people don't think are getting confused with play calling and play execution because uh, I think the play calling has been fine. I mean, they kept they kept you know they kept pace with Aaron Rodgers the whole game. You know, they went they went up sixteen to seven and they immediately score on a seventy yard touchdown. Um, like if Chase really has been the big difference maker. Do you think his play call has been as conservative as people have been complaining about? No, not at all. I think he's been overly aggressive in some weird places. Like the first game, they went on a for a fourth down on their own 30-yard line. You don't do that. Like that was overly aggressive. Um, I've heard some things, too, that like he was willing to in the first game, too, to go to take it as a tie, and Joe Burrow was like, no, we're going to go win this game. Uh, so I think I think that's where people are getting that from. But overall, I mean, he's kept – believe it or not, he's actually kept the run game this year instead of, like, giving up on it like he would in his first two years. Like, okay, we're, we're down seven, time to completely give up on the run. No, they haven't been doing that. Um, they've kept a much more balanced playbook, in my opinion, compared to previous years. That's pretty important. Has Burrow attempted over 40 passes a game yet? I'm not sure. That was the big thing I was complaining about is he, he just passed way too much. In yeah. his first year. I do think they've been protecting him a lot better. The first two games were rough, but they looked good against Pittsburgh and they only gave up one sack against Jacksonville. Yeah, he's the most he's had was 38 last week. Yeah, so that's not – they're not having to throw the ball way too much like they were last year. Like, the second game, throwing 60 passes. We complained about that earlier. Yeah, last year he had one, two, three, four. Four games with over 40 attempts. And that's a lot. 40 or more. So I definitely think the play calling has been a lot better. I think some of the play execution could be better. And maybe there may be some truth to like, you know, Jamar Chase getting a, you know, a big 50-yard touchdown pass. 
you know, maybe that kind of covers up some of the, you know, winning cures all and, and scoring cures all. But, you know, um, I think overall the play calling has been good. Yeah, I, I think in our losses, our fans always try to find someone to pin it on. Yeah. Um, you know, and right now, you know, that's going to be that's going to be the head coach. Yeah, I mean, his his record and everything, but I'm sure. Like I didn't see the game, but I'm sure Burrow wasn't perfect throughout the whole game. He had a but, couple. You know, he, bad people aren't going to attack Burrow. He's like the yeah. golden boy right now. Oh yeah, for sure. But if if he continue, if he doesn't do like well, you know, in the next two years, they're gonna trash him just like they did Dalton and Burrow and, and Palmer too. Yeah, and and Asizen and probably Kenny Anderson. Let's go down the list. Okay, but I there was two. You said two thrown interceptions. Um, one was on a deep play where he was trying to make something out of nothing. The other one, I don't even know how to explain it. It was like the most obscure. It was almost like he just threw it away in the middle of the field, and it just like hit the linebackers like right into his hands. Was, Fortunately, that ended up with a missed field goal on that play. That was an overtime. That was probably a miscommunication with the receiver. I That's what so. those usually are. Yeah. Um. I think – so the first game that they lost was Chicago. And on in that game, they had four straight possessions that ended in turnovers. That has nothing to do with Zach Taylor. Chicago. Yeah, so they had... Dalton uh, got benched, by the way. Side note. Wait, what? Dalton got benched. We're, we'll get, we can get into that much. <laughs> uh, but I... The, so it was like uh, Higgins fumbled the ball and then the three straight interceptions. Like, Zach Taylor can't do anything about that. And they almost won that game. Well, I shouldn't say they almost won that game. Uh, if a couple things had gone outside of all that happening, if a couple plays had ended up going in their favor in the end of the game, they could have, you know, won it at the end. But that's if ands or buts. Either way, the first loss wasn't on Taylor. I don't think this last loss was really on Taylor. I moved away. Sorry. I don't think this last loss was on Zach Taylor. Um, I mean. And then I also saw people, I think I was on the Facebook group, complaining about McPherson. Like, like Mason Crosby was missing kicks. Like, yeah. And, you know, he's not going to be 100%. Like, people think kickers are just should be able to hit every single field goal. I think what people so don't realize, when you watch it on TV, because of the way the screen is framed, it looks like it's very makeable. And I don't think people understand if you like go to the stadium and actually see how wide the, the it's really really small like perspective like perspective and relatively it's everything, and it's a you know it's a small thing and you just think that it's like easy just to hit like a fifty yarder and like no there's so much that goes into that like you need preparation and practice and practice and practice and practice like there's so much that goes into it. Um, you don't think a lot of people understand that. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a pretty tough position because if you do your job well, no one cares. Yeah, but if you suck, then everyone's gonna be talking about it. Yeah, it's like this is this is kind of an off-topic thing, but kind of relative. I was listening to a guy who does speed running, and they say, "Why don't you in your videos that you put on YouTube? Why don't you show more of the uh, successes?" And he goes, "Well, you know, when when something is a success, you don't notice it." Yeah, it's something that like it just kind of happens, and you know, the person who makes the videos knows, or who does the speed running themselves know, but you know, the average viewer is not going to know. So that's kind of what goes into it. Okay, um, is this the part of the video 
where we start apologizing for everything we were wrong about. <laughs> we were wrong about a lot. Well, okay. So, yeah, let's do it. So, we were wrong about the record. We were um, absolutely wrong about the record. You know, I think some of the games we won have been f- some pretty big wins. Um, yep. And we were definitely wrong about those. I'm still not going to say I was wrong about the O-line being a problem. Well, the O-line is definitely still a problem. I think that's still a problem. The defense has played a lot better than my original expectation. Yep, I would agree with that. Um, I want to go on record. We never said that we didn't think Jamar Chase was going to be a bad player. We just thought that the position they should have taken in the first round was a lineman. Uh, you, actually. What do you mean? I, I was happy with the Jamar Chase pick. Like oh, I said... You? Before the draft, I, I w- I'd be happy with either you did going say that, yeah. Jamar okay, Chase, the tight end, wasn't it, Pitts, or going Pitts or Sewell. Or Sewell. I was fine with the, any of those guys because they were going to be good players. Yeah, and it looks like, at least for the first two, I don't know how Sewell's doing in Detroit. I know their record's not very good. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I never thought, like I said, I never thought he was going to be a bad player. I just didn't think the position was right to take at the um, position that they were in. Yeah, well, I think it was the perfect choice. I mean, because um, now you're going to have Burrow and Chase together for a very long time, and the you, you know everyone can see their connection is still good it's, from it's college. Crisp. It's like some of these passes they're making and some of these catches, like no one else would have caught that. Like Chase knows exactly when to slow down, where to you know see, how to gonna, how to play gonna, the ball, and Burrow knows exactly where I'm to put say, it. There's some of these throws that they make where he's not even breaking stride. Like, if you go back and watch, like, Chad Johnson and, and A.J. Green highlights, there's some throws they make where they have to stop and adjust a little bit uh, in their in their routes. A lot of these deep throws that are touchdowns, he's not making any adjustments. Um, uh, that one you just showed, he has to slow down a little bit, but that was a broken play anyway, uh, the Green Bay touchdown on the 70-yarder. So that one's a little bit of an isolated incident. But if you look at some of the, the two long ones with against Pittsburgh and against – um uh Vikings both plays he uh he does not break stride and it's like it's it's literally per it's literally perfect yep i think i think they're just you know they're just way too good together and i'm excited to keep seeing them play together oh yeah um you know in theory they're locked here for the next 10 years <laughs> so i can't imagine either one of them wanting to leave if you know, uh, I, as long as they're playing together, like I don't see them wanting to. If they're playing together and playing good, play I don't together. see them wanting to leave. Yeah, exactly. But there, there's, you know, we can't predicting the future was easy. Everybody would do it. Yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm making the bold statement now. In theory, they should be together for the next ten years. <laughs> kind of like how like AJ Green played the last ten years here in Cincy. AJ Green is playing well outside of Cincy. He is. I was right about that, that he would play better. Yeah, I knew that, too. You didn't have to convince me. <laughs> um, but yeah, Randy oh. Bullock missed a couple of kicks, too. I, I doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah, I don't mind that one, though. Like, I don't think that letting him go was like, like oh, okay. I, I mean, I'd be a fucking idiot to say that. that keeping We need to keep Randy Bullock. <laughs> That's like an absolute certainty letting him go was a good call. But yeah, I mean, I'm just pulling up stats here. Jamar Chase is seventh in receiving this year in the league. He doesn't. Even, he only has like Pretty 23 good. catches, which is only like 
about four a game, four or five a game, depending on how bad my math is. But um, yeah, he's got one of the highest averages here, yeah. just because of all those deep balls. Yeah, and it's like it seems to me that they're hitting him a lot on those super deep plays, but they're not doing a lot of like the underneath work that say like Chad Johnson or AJ Green has done. Yeah, they're leaving that to like you know like Boyd. Yeah, and not to say that he couldn't do it, but. I'd rather it be this way. I'd rather him be the the deep threat. It's like he's he's what John Ross was supposed to be. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Yeah, because John Ross was supposed to be deep threat, high speed, which I think I think Chase I saw ran a four forty, which is a lot better than the uh, forty times the other wide receivers on the roster. Forty time is kind of. I don't know. I, I don't believe in the the forty time as being the, the no, perfect it's, it's indicator of gain like, speed. Yeah, it's not the best metric, but it's it's something to like, you know, pinpoint. I think if I'm sure if you were to put all the wide receivers on like do and, and do a race, I would bet that Chase would probably win. Yeah. All right. So we were wrong on the record. We were wrong on the defense because they're playing a lot better. What else were we wrong about? Um, I don't know. I was wrong about them. Not they shouldn't have picked Chase. And I've apologized to many people about that. <laughs> about that. Well, because I was you, dead wrong. Yeah, yeah, I think it was the the perfect pick. But uh, we're we're still not a, we're not in a bad place. Even with the loss last week, we're not in a bad place. Um, especially, I mean, considering I didn't think we were going to even have a winning record this year, but it's looking a lot more likely now. Yeah, and you know. They're, they play 0-5 Detroit next week. I want to say... Did we, have we, we've only played Jared Goff one time, right? Played who? Jared Goff. He's the quarterback at Detroit. I don't know. Actually. I think we did in 2019. That was the London game in 2019. I don't think he he had the best of games, but I don't think he played bad. So we'll, this will be this will be interesting to see how he plays against us. But you know they go. Although I'm you know, worried about going up to Detroit, a lot of a lot of our players get hurt up in Ford Field, <laughs> so I get worried about that. You always say that. I I have data to support this theory. Well, I I really want to see how well or how we fare in Baltimore. That's going to be such a big test, I think. So it's um, after watching or after seeing parts of that game, um, the Baltimore game uh, was that last night. Yeah, dude. Lam- Lamar Jackson's legit. I'm going to get into that. Okay, <laughs> so we legit. got Lions next week, then a tough one against the Ravens. Then we play the Jets, and then we have um, – and then it's Cleveland, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, in theory, they should still have a winning, rec- winning record at the bye. Uh, if you assume the two wins against the Jets and the – um, God, I'm so blanking. Uh, Jets in the Detroit. In theory, they should win those two games. Uh, but then Cleveland, Baltimore will be very good test. Yeah, no, I was completely wrong about Lamar Jackson. I thought he would have kind of been done by now. Like, he would have been figured out. Yeah, you thought everyone was going to yeah. figure him out. Yeah, was going to figure him out. They'd have enough film on him. They'd be able to put him. But I think he he threw the ball really, really well last night. So, if that's the... That's the best way to keep consistent. Because those running quarterbacks, you know, a lot of them do get figured out. 
and he wasn't throwing too well in his first year, but he definitely has improved, even though he was MVP 2019. Yeah. He definitely has still improved upon himself. So I was wrong about that, too. <laughs> you know, something that I think is crazy is freaking Tom Brady still playing at his level. I don't want to talk about Tom Brady. <laughs> I hear nothing I mean, about Tom Brady. It's freaking insane. You can't. It's at like, his age, the way he throws still, it's just not yeah, fair. I, I told my dad, like, why aren't you throwing like Tom Brady, dude? We could be billionaires by now. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. But uh, looking back a little bit, though, the, it was a big win at um, Jacksonville. I think that was like one of the highest rated Thursday night games. And that was the, it was the highest rated in the last three years. Yeah. Uh, it was a great game, too. And I think we because we, we watched it together. Uh, they had a big goal line stand to end the first half. That was the turning point of the game. If you go down twenty-one nothing in the first half, pack your bags. Game's yeah, over. I, yeah, we were pretty dejected after that. And to be, I mean, and to be fair, that was Jacksonville's a horrible team right now. Yeah. Uh, and so people were like, I think after that game, like, oh, that was a good win, but you know, Jacksonville's not very good. You shouldn't have been down twenty-one to seven to begin with. But then we go in and hold our own against Green Bay. Yeah, it's close overtime game, right? A bad team would have lost against Jacksonville, and a bad team would not have kept with the Packers until the end of OT. Yep. So they're they're good in some capacity, and it looks Zach Taylor looks a lot better this year than he had in prior years. Yeah, I still think the Baltimore game is going to be the big test. I think that's going to be the best team we face in the first half of the oh, year. You're going to learn a lot about them. They're they're leading the division still. They're four and one. They're four and one. Yeah, that makes sense. I think they are clearly the best team in our conference. I, I think we are close to the level of Cleveland now. Um, I, I think we have a better offense than they do right now, too. Um, yeah, but Burrow's numbers are way better than Mayfield's. Um, I will say I think the Bills look good in the AFC, so I'm probably going to put them one, Baltimore two, and Chiefs probably three, even though Chiefs aren't playing Chiefs well. are playing like dog shit but they're I, I think they're gonna come back I think they just need to figure some things out but Patrick Mahomes is I, I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league right now it's hard to argue that um even even if his numbers aren't that great and they're losing a lot he still makes some of the craziest throws I've ever seen yeah they still have a ton of weapons too even though their line has been like completely reshuffled since last year uh they definitely are still a big threat just because their record's like two and two and three. If he stops turning the ball over, Mahomes, <laughs> they'll be a lot better off. Yeah, yeah, it's always rough when you turn the ball over, but oh, we know about that. We know all about that. <laughs> I, I think the Chiefs are going to come back and be relevant. It's weird to see that the that the Bills lost to Pittsburgh in Week One, and then Pittsburgh lost three straight, and then. They somehow beat the Broncos, which I don't know. Teddy Bridgewater, I can't figure this guy out. <laughs> like, he'll be really good, and then he won't be. And he'll be really good, and he won't be. It's like Fitzpatrick. It's like Fitz, it's like Fitzpatrick, but, like, I think Teddy Bridgewater has a little bit better job security. And he's less of a meme. Where is Fitzpatrick right now? He's with Washington. He's not starting, is he? I don't think he is. I think that Heineke or Hineke or... Oh, that guy's terrible. He played pretty well against uh, against Brady in that, in that playoff game last year. You gave him some credit. 
Yeah. I'm not impressed by anything he's done. There were a couple. I think three teams started three and L in the AFC, and I don't think I didn't think any of them were really good. Well, hang on, I'm gonna backtrack one second. <laughs> there were three teams that started three and L. I didn't think were really good. It's the Raiders, Broncos, and the Panthers. Now they're all three and two, uh, and I think the Raiders are going to be a lot worse now. <laughs> Do we want to talk about that? Mm. We can for a little. I don't know a whole lot about it. My whole uh, thing is, why would you put that in an email? <laughs> He's a moron. He clearly. is a moron. Um, that was just egregiously stupid. Shouldn't have done that. Am I messing with the Yeah, don't touch okay. the freaking mic. Don't touch the mic. Okay. It was egregiously stupid. Um, definitely shouldn't be saying that stuff. I mean, it is what it is. The only reason, you know, that that is the kind of person he is. He just got caught. So, I don't know. I think he's a piece of shit. So. Well, what was weird about that is that they were investigating the, the Washington football team because they had some, like, workplace, you know, issues like sexual harassment, stuff like that. So they had stuff going on, and they found – I think it was Bruce Allen, who's friends with um, Gruden, John Gruden. God, bad day for bad time for Gruden's right now. Um, he was friends with; they were sending emails to each other, and that's kind of how I found all that out. And then, and then they—I guess they leaked it. They found out about it. They didn't publish it, but I guess it got leaked by somebody with whoever was involved in that investigation. Because I don't think the NFL put that out themselves. So, well, I kind of wonder what that's about. Because you know, John Gruden was like not involved. In that investigation at all. Right. Which, by the way, I'm going to circle back on that. Uh, people want to complain about Mike Brown. Have we ever had anything like that? Like, I know it's easy to bitch about Mike Brown. No, I mean, everything I've heard is that the players have liked the Mike Brown. Beca- well, most of them have liked Mike Brown because he takes care of them as N- far as... Non-Carson Palmer players like Mike Brown. <laughs> contracts, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think the, well, the players that have had problems with Mike Brown have been the ones that wanted to win. <laughs> yeah. I think if you want to come here and get paid and play, you're not going to have a problem with Mike Brown. And it's like, I, I hear things all the time when people complain, like people like outside of Bengals fandoms complain about it and they use like the wrong things, like the wrong arguments. Like, um, I hear people say, oh, we don't have a, we don't own a indoor practice facility. It's like, yeah, that's true. But we have an agreement with the University of Cincinnati and we use theirs. Like, is that, is that cheap? Maybe, but I think that's part of like a kind of in the formal agreement, you know, maybe an informal agreement is the better word between the school and the Bengals. Cause like they don't always do things by the book. Like it's called Paul Brown stadium. It's not called, you know, us bank stadium or, or Chiquita Banana Stadium or any stupid promotion like that. Like, he named it after his dad. He could have made, like, $40 million on the naming rights alone. He made more money because we're paying for it. Well, I'll get over well, Yeah, whatever. But <laughs> I don't think he submitted that proposal. I think somebody else submitted that proposal. Uh, like, someone – I think the city submitted that proposal. Yeah, what a horrible deal that was. But yeah. moving on. That, that's – I don't think – I mean – can't fucking blame blame Mike Brown for taking that deal. <laughs> like, what nut job would pass that up? Um, but our stadium has got to be one of the older ones in the league now, and the amenities are just 
and they're never gonna, they're they're not going to replace that stadium for a while. <laughs> probably not. They probably want to get their money's worth out. Are we still fucking paying for it? Like, I think so. I think the taxes are still paying for it. And, but like, like you look at some of these other stadiums around the league, and it's just like holy shit. Like they have like like you know the 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 freaking walkways are like enclosed, and they have like air conditioning and shit in there. Yeah, if you compare it to like U.S. Bank up in Minnesota, it's not a competition. But like, if you like walk around, it looks pretty nice. I I did a tour of it a couple of years ago. It looks pretty nice from the things that the players get to deal with. And oh, I'm sure that's that nice. But the, for the fans, it, it's it's an old stadium. <laughs> yeah, in comparison, you gotta think it is 20 years old. Yeah, it was just a bad deal because other teams are replacing their stadiums now, and we're far from that. Well, the whole thing was we wanted to get out of Riverfront because they were. <laughs> What? That, I mean, that's how it happened. You know, they they wanted their own stadium, and then they were like, okay, here's a deal. Yeah, ground. They, they should have gotten fucking U.S. Bank to pay for it instead of... <laughs> yeah, they should have. So tax dollars, but whatever. Whatever. You know, who who knows how, how the, if any potential future stadium is going to be. Um, it's like Lambeau Field. You know, I don't think people... that That's like... I'm talking about an old stadium like that. I'm sure they don't have any uh, great amenities, but their situation is completely different than ours. Yeah. So it's, it is non-comparable, but uh, it's still interesting nonetheless. We are very, very well off topic. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's all right. It happens. I mean, we're still talking about football and the team. Yeah, but no, I don't think Mike Brown – I think they've gotten a lot better in the last couple of years. I think – is it Katie Blackburn is her name? Yep. Yeah, I think she's I think she's doing more and more each year. Um I Yeah, I've heard she's basically running the team as what uh Mike Brown. Yeah. I'm sure does. I'm sure Mike Brown still shows up at Zoom calls and stuff. Still goes to the games. Yeah. But and he's getting pretty I think he's like eighty eight now. Yeah, I mean that that's really old to be running the day to day. Yeah, I'm sure he can, you know, still show up to the games and sign checks and stuff. Um. Yeah, looking forward on the team. Jordan Evans, IR. That sucks. Pretty bad for our special teams. And then, yeah, I think you mentioned Trey player. Wayne's IR. Um, that's gonna hurt. I really hope we sign or bring in a um another corner because uh, Eli Apple has been really rough so far. He's been getting abused. Oh, just real quick, uh, Mike Brown is eighty six years old, but you know, nonetheless. Yeah, no, but who who can they bring in? That's like there's no big names out there. Like Richard Sherman already got picked up. I don't know. I don't think he would have really fit with the team. Yeah, I don't think he would have either. But I would have liked to bring him in. Yeah, I would have liked it too. But I don't. I don't make those calls. So I don't know who they were gonna get to replace him. They haven't made a roster move. Is it Tuesday the twelfth? They they did make a roster move. Oh, did they? Actually, I think they signed someone to the practice squad. Um, moving things around because I think um, P. Ryan is hurt. He's on the COVID list. Oh, yeah, COVID list. And uh, Mixon, I think. Mixon had a hurt ankle, but Carbon's also on the um, – oh, here we go. I'm, here's something from Ian Rappaport. Signing Elijah Holyfield to their practice. Okay, so nothing new. Evander Holyfield's son. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird we're in a weird point in time where all these famous sports people from more than 20 years ago have now have children – who are playing um, professional sports now. 
I'm that, sure that's been happening forever. You're well, just yeah, no, it just it just, just for old, me gotten like, older. Yeah, I know. Well, it's like Ken Griffey Jr. I'm sure people who watched the Big Red Machine were like, "Oh well, time's really flown." <laughs> right. So, what have you been most impressed with so far by the Bengals this year? Definitely Chase. I don't think that's a I don't think that's a question. He just looks so good. Um, well, see, I, I I don't think I'm that. I wouldn't say that's what where I'm the most impressed because I expected that. I, I really saw them having that connection and it, it being well. I just I didn't think it would happen this quickly into the season. Um, but I thought it was going to happen, especially with all those drops in preseason, like the the game against the football team in the preseason. He had like three drops. It's like okay, like this got me worried. But you know, then you see the then the game time actually happens. Like oh, never mind. Yeah, like I said, I thought he was a little scared and, you know, playing full speed. He just had to get smacked and And we I think we fine. said it too. Like it's preseason. It literally does not matter. Yeah. He that that's him getting used to NFL games being. Yeah. It's like Burrow's first game against the Chargers. That was basically his whole preseason. <laughs> Cuz he didn't have any preseason games to go out there and you know, I put think on the stripes. I think I'm most impressed by the defense. They, they've stepped up huge. Yeah. In the games I've watched all the way through, the defense has looked so good. Oh, I got one more thing I have to apologize for. Uh, the jerseys. I know I bitched about them. You bitched a lot about oh, I bitched about a them. lot about them. I did not like them at all. Because it's like the pictures were so bad. I think even I think everybody agreed that the pictures of them on the hangar do not do them justice compared to what they look like on the players. They look a lot better. I do think the black jerseys are now their weakest. The white looks pretty good and the orange looks pretty good. Uh but the black maybe I need to see the black on black jersey black pants combo. But overall they look a lot better. Yeah, um I th- I think they look good. I think uh I think I still like like the color rush white. Um but, you know. I mean, we can't be right about everything. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I think I'm good for the week. Cool. I think that covers it. Thanks for listening, you guys. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and like and all that other stuff. And Come back next week. Hopefully, we'll bring home a winner. Take it easy. <laughs>